Hello and welcome to Every Child Matters podcast. I'm Harini Bakri, co-founder of Orange Ladder. For the past 23 years, I've been helping children realize their learning potential. In recent years though, I've helped parents and teachers engage their children and students respectively in the areas of literacy. In this podcast, I will share tips and strategies for parents and caregivers to engage children who are struggling in reading and understanding what they read and finally cultivate a good habit of reading. I believe that a child's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So join me in this journey for Every Child Matters. In my first part of the many series to come on literacy, I will be sharing with you on mindset and the common mistakes that we as parents make. This sharing is based on my past and current experience as a mum to three teenage boys as well as a literacy facilitator. First, we have to ask ourselves, as parents, do we have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? If my child has no interest in reading or writing, do we start to label our child as lazy or even slow learner? Let me share with you this story, and it's a true story. There was a P3 child in one of our programs who was very quiet and will usually sit by himself. So you could imagine how participative he was. And yes, you're right, with very low self-esteem too. Language itself was a challenge for him at that time. He always had this mindset of, I do not know and I cannot. When the child finally warmed up to us, he opened up. We found out that the reason behind why he was acting the way he was acting all the while was because he was always being labelled as stupid by his dad. Every little action he made, he felt was never right, always been put down. We had to create a separate and customised lesson to enable him catch up with the rest. Eventually, through the activities that we engaged him with, and of course, with the encouragement and motivation, it allowed him to build his self-confidence once he tasted his first success. So parents, have we asked ourselves, what is our belief system that we are creating for our children? The onus is on us parents to set our belief system and realize that every child can learn and each child has his or her own unique learning potential with the right tools and techniques to support the child. In my consultation with parents, especially for first-time parents, many have asked these questions. How early do I read with my child? Or is it too early to read with my child? Or some even begin to panic. Is it too late to read with my child? It is never too early to read with the child. The best time to program a child's brain is during the child's first seven years of their life. Studies have also shown that when both mom and dad read to the child, even when the child is still in the mother's womb, it helps to stimulate the brain's development. So new parents-to-be, it is just about time. If we think that it is probably too late, then what is stopping us? Let's start to take action now. 
early intervention could help identify the gap in the child's learning, if any, for example, dyslexia. The child's self-esteem and confidence could also be developed early. Learning begins from home and parents, we are our child's first teachers. As parents, we need to create a nurturing environment for the child of I love you, I am with you, and it is worthwhile to react. This creates an opportunity for the child to learn from mistakes. In my day-to-day interaction with children from preschool to primary school, I have made my own observation and study. Children who have strong support from parents at home, especially having both mom and dad together, even though these children have zero knowledge when they first enrolled in our programs, they make better and faster progress. This group of children is more willing to learn and always wanting more as compared to the other group of children whose parents just leave the child in its entirety to teachers and facilitators. The first common mistake that parents usually make is leaving everything to the teachers and facilitators. Some of us, when we are too tired from work and for convenience sake, we easily give our gadgets, handphones and tablets to the children. When the child wants attention or when they are throwing tantrums instead of guiding them through their learning. As one of the facilitators myself, I have always encouraged these parents to be involved in their child's learning through our extension activities from home and to ensure that parents too are equipped with the necessary tools to support their child's learning. Let me share with you another story and it's based on a true story. I have a pair of twins I have a pair of twins who are five years in my uh, five years old in my class. When I first assess them, they are still grappling with reading. When they are given new words, they simply kept quiet and didn't even want to try sounding out the letters and blending. For example, the word little, l i t l i i. Now, they are they are midway to complete their first module. And I'm very happy to see the progress that they've made. Why? The lessons that these twins go through with me are followed up at home. Their parents took my advice by reading with them every night and before the start of each lesson. They shared with me the contents of the book so that as the twins read, I could refer to what they are reading. It's really rewarding to see that even with the difficult words, they are trying to blend and I could see the effort put in by the twins and the parents. So now, they are in their ninth out of the 12th sessions. It has become a routine before the start of every lesson, they will read to me the books. Another common mistake that we usually make as parents, we are stingy in our praise for our own children and sometimes we are guilty for offering innuendos instead. So, are we giving the right signal to our children with a so-called tough love treatment? Children too need to be motivated. So, how do we praise our children? Do we praise process or do we praise person? What is the difference between the two? Praise process is when you praise the action for what your child does. 
For example, when you see the effort that your child puts in his or her reading, you praise his or her effort. Good effort! I love your reading with that beautiful intonation. And not just by saying good job or very good. The child needs to know what he or she is being praised for. The final most common mistake we make is that we are often too busy ourselves, so much so that we hardly have the time set aside for our children, especially in reading with them. Not only with young children, but with older children too. And yes, even when they are teenagers. At least 10 to 15 minutes is all that matter. You will need a dedicated time to set the momentum for the children and a designated place so that the child know, yay, it's reading time or yay, it's story time. So parents, be the parents that your child needs. Provide them the unconditional love, the continuous support and the nurturing environment. It is not just the parent nor the teacher, but it takes a village to raise a child. For each child matters. Connect with me through my Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn and the links will be in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I will be sharing with you more tips and ways to engage your child in reading and realize their learning potential. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you are subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Women family. Remember, only you have the power to change your thoughts, alter your thoughts, and you alter your world. Sending you my love and I speak to you soon.